it is a challenge, but at the same time, uh, it is something where it's worth it. I mean, I put the cost in front of me. It's not for myself. They were sons. They were fathers. They were friends. And so when I think about that, it helps me keep going. Enchanted Sky Media. Media. This is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again here on Code 3. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service, just like you, from coast to coast. It has now been five years since 19 members of the Granite Mountain Hotshots were killed fighting the Arnell Hill Fire in Arizona. This year, they're being honored in an unusual way. On Sunday, Jose Zambrano, a firefighter from El Segundo, California, began a run to the Hotshots Memorial in Yarnell. He left the L.A. County Fire Museum in Bellflower, That's where they have one of the hotshots buggies. He expects to arrive at the memorial on June 30th, the date the men lost their lives. Fireman Joe, as he's become known, is running the way he has run many other such treks in full turnout gear. That's a challenge. We spoke to Fireman Joe before he got underway. Fireman Joe, thanks for being on Code 3. Well, thank you for having me, Scott. It is really a pleasure, and I'm humbled by this opportunity. (laughs) Well, thank you. So, as I said a second ago, this is not the first run you made in full turnout gear, and so I'm curious how you got the idea to start doing these runs. Well, the idea started uh, back in uh, 2013. I heard the uh, four firefighters have gone kill and a uh, Houston Fire Department, and then um, one in particular stood out among the four firefighters that died on the line of duty, and that was a, uh, a young firefighter by the name Ann Sullivan, and she was only 20 years old. She was a uh, rookie, and believe it or not, all her life she wanted to be a firefighter, and then tragically, she lost her life that day uh, on that fire with three other brothers, and um I just felt compelled to, you know, do something. I mean, that's the reason I became a firefighter, to help others. And to I figured, what a way for me to, I want to find a way for me to honor them and to be able to, you know, uh, help them carry on on their legacy. But not just only them, every other firefighter up there in the United States. And, and for that means, you know, the world around. So then I figured, you know, I'm going to start running in my fire gear. I mentioned it to my wife. My wife, she was like, yeah, are you crazy? You know, and I said, oh, I'll find a way. So in the beginning, it was a little difficult, but then I managed. And then here I am five years later. I have run for various causes. And, of course, you know, one, you know, for the Fallen Firefighters, uh, the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation is uh, very dear to my heart because, you know, I'm a firefighter myself. So that's how I begin. How many of these runs have you made? I, I have done numerous marathons. Uh, I've done the uh, triathlons, which is the uh, Ironman, so the half-distance uh, or the full distance, which is involves swimming and biking and running. Of course, I don't do the swimming in my gear or my yeah. biking or my gear. Um, and also ultra marathons. And also, I have done my own 24 uh, treadmill challenge. You know, in other words, continuous uh, running and gear um, to raise money and awareness 
for the kids of St. Jude's Children's Resource Hospital. But anyways, uh, I had done, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think I just did, I just came back from Lexington, Kentucky, and I just think I just did my 81 or my 82nd marathon. So so it's been few under my belt. Some, you know, the, um, some they're easy, the others, some other ones are, are hard still to this day. But it's no, it's no big deal. I mean, it's just, yeah, put a smile on my face, and most of all, it makes me feel, it makes me feel that I'm doing something good for others. Now, what prompted you to make this particular run from the Fire Museum to Yarnell Hill? Kevin Wojcik, he was one of the 19 guys. And um, coming up this year is the fifth year anniversary. I reached out to Kevin's uh, father, Captain Joe uh, Wojcik. As a matter of fact, he's getting ready to retire from the LA County Fire Department. And I mentioned it to him. In the past, I have run for his son uh, a previous couple of marathons uh, in 2015, I did the LA Marathon, and then I, I invited two other firefighters to run beside me, and then we honor, we honor uh, Kevin's on that day. And then, uh, without even noticing, I mentioned it to his father, and then his I didn't know that his father was going to show up that day at the finish uh, line at the uh, LA Marathon, and it was it was very emotional because his father ended up showing up, and we were doing that run for his son, and it was uh, it was something that you know. I was very taken by. I was like, you know, this is something that that we need to honor these guys. We need to honor the men and women who gave it all, who put, you know, uh, themselves above and beyond, um, you know, uh, for the line of duty. So this is something that, you know, I wanted to do for a while. And then um, when I reached out to Joe, I told him, I said, you know, I want to find a way that I can honor your son and the other 18 guys. And especially this year being the fifth year, I figured, you know, we can do anything, but we, we can honor them every day. And this is my way for me to do this, you know, to honor them and remember them. I'll be back with more right after this. Every day, you put your life on the line to protect our families, friends, communities, cities, and our nation. Federal Resources knows the dangers you encounter daily. Whether it's fire, hazmat, or the more recent opioid threats, we're here to support you, protect you, and help train you for your next mission. You're looking out for everyone else. Let us look out for you. Federalresources.com. A run like this is enough of a challenge just in running gear, but you're wearing full turnout gear. What are the challenges? Well, some of the challenges that I that I that I encounter, you know, as I run already in gear, uh, it is you know the the extra heat, the little extra weight that I'm carrying. So I have to wash, you know, what I what I drink, my electrolytes and things like that. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I, I've, I've been doing it already for the past five years. I'm not going to say that it comes easy. No, it's not. Um, it is a challenge, but at the same time, uh, it is something where it's worth it. I mean, I put the cost in front of me. It's not for myself. It is It is thinking of what the cost, what it's all about. You know, it's just the, uh, in a way where, you know, that I remember and I, I put in, 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 in front of me, what those men went through, and and it was not just a lifetime, you know, a life that you know, it was lost. It was a lifetime that these men lost. I mean, they were brothers, they were sons, they were fathers, they were friends, and so when I think about that, I mean, I I think it's just it helps me keep going. So 
So that's a way for me to prepare myself, you know. Have you scouted out the route? Well, I've been looking through, um, you know, Google Maps. I've, I've, you know, I've been, I've been down that way, you know, before. And I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a feel for the run, or actually a feel for the road uh, coming up in about a couple of weeks. I'm gonna go and check out the, uh, the route, uh, what it's gonna take uh, to get over there. I know there's gonna be uh, some open roads. Um, I mean, it's gonna be desert. Uh, part of this run, you know, I'm going to have a support crew uh, with me, so uh, it's going to it's going to help me out. Either they're going to be in front of me or, in, or behind me, and so um, it's just taking one step at a time. That's pretty much what's going to be taken. Now, are you raising money or awareness or both? Uh, well, I'm raising both. I'm raising awareness. Um, first and foremost, we can never repay our debt to these heroes. Uh, we can honor them every day, and this is a way for us to remember and honoring them. And also, I'm raising money for a firefighter by the name Kevin Wojcik, and he's he's a nonprofit organization. His foundation, uh, his parents have started a legacy, uh, which they wanted to help other children, other other young men and women to, you know, wanted to fulfill their goals, which is becoming a firefighter. And so, uh, Kevin Wojcik's Fire Sports for Life Association. Uh, they help other children, you know, not only here in California, but across the United States to fulfill that dream. Uh, um, you know, in the beginning, the departments, uh, they only give them so much. And, of course, you know, they still need boots. They still need uniforms. They still need, you know, especially, you know, if they want to continue uh, education, you know, like scholarships uh, uh, to continue their education to become a firefighter. So this is where the Kevin Wojcik, uh Foundation, or in other words, the Fire Explorers, uh, for Life Association to step in and help these kids out. All right, Fireman Joe, will be looking for you here in Arizona, and thanks for being on Code 3 today. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, for having me once again. It was a very humbling experience. Uh, you stay safe, and everyone up there in the fire service, please stay safe. And there's more about Fireman Joe and the Granite Mountain Hot Shots on our website at code3podcast.com slash honor. Now, here's your trivia question. When was the first fire extinguisher patented? I'll have the answer right after this. Now's your chance to get your hands on Code 3 t-shirts, sweatshirts, and more. Show your support for the podcast that supports firefighters from coast to coast. Just go to Code3Podcast.com and click on the Code 3 store link. Or go to Code3Podcast.com slash shop and tell the world that you're a Code 3 fan. And the answer is, the first patented fire extinguisher was invented by Ambrose Godfrey, a German chemist, in 1723, and he used gunpowder and fuses to expel the liquid. That seems totally safe, right? Yeah. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more, and I hope you'll join me. I'm Scott Orn. Until then, I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit Code3Podcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.